welcome to another evil chocolate cookie podcast in the podcast in the podcast in the podcast in the podcast Hello again everyone and welcome back to the evil chocolate grab bag for the second time today. This one is going to be a little interesting because I'm going to be reviewing a Netflix series that I'm sure you guys have heard of by now, and that, of course, being Squid Game. Um, you guys that know me might not expect that I would like this, and, well, honestly, neither did I, but I watched it with someone just out of curiosity. The The deal was, I would get shown the first episode, and then we'd go from there if I liked it. Well, I was hooked in. Excuse me. So. Excuse me. Um, I think we're going to review this. And this is going to. Here's how this is going to work. First, I'm going to kind of explain what goes on. Over the course of the show. And then I'm going to tell you my thoughts. If you haven't yet seen this, I am issuing a massive massive spoiler warning and telling you to tune out now. So, first of all, let's get to kind of the synopsis or whatever you want to call it. Basically, what happens is you've got 456 players and the one thing they have in common is in the yeah, they are in severe debt, they don't have any money, they owe lots and lots of money and there's no way they can pay it off. So they get, like, these random business cards that have these shapes on them. They have a circle, a square, and a triangle. I don't know exactly what order they're in. I don't have one of them. Thank the powers to be. You'll see why I say that in a moment. And on the back of it is a phone number. You call that number, and you're asked if you want to participate in the games and to give them your info. Well, all of these people do that. And they find themselves in this really weird place. They're knocked out. They're taken to this strange place. Nobody knows what's going on. So the basic concept of the games is there are six rounds over six days. Anyone who can last all six rounds wins a crap load of money. And this is South Korean currency, so I can't really tell you how much it would be in U.S. currency. It doesn't give me, like, a converter or anything like that. So, yeah. However, if you fail at a challenge, you will be eliminated. Of course, nobody realizes yet what that entails. So, the challenges, they are based off of children's games. But they have much higher stakes than a regular children's game. The first challenge, for example, is red light, green light. And I think we all know how to play that. When you're told green light, you can go. When you're told red light, you have to freeze. Except instead of getting sent to the back of the line, you mess up in this version and you are dead. Which happens to a nice chunk of the players. Because when the first person gets eliminated, everybody freaks and tries to run for the exit. And it's still on red light. So basically what it is, they've got like this doll that's scanning you for movement. You twitch 
you're out. You fall down, you're out. You panic and run like a maniac toward the doors, you are definitely out. The other challenges, I'm just going to explain like the basic the basics to the other challenges. Um the next one you have they called it sugar honeycomb. Um you have to choose a shape, either circle, triangle, star or umbrella. And then you will get like this little candy that has that shape kind of punched out in it. You have to completely cut the shape out of your candy with a needle without breaking it or cracking it. You break it, you die. Simple as that. The next main challenge, there's some incidents in between these challenges, but I'm not going to spoil all the plot for you. The next main challenge is tug of war. Not as simple as it sounds, though. You've got teams of ten, and they're playing on these big, tall platforms. And the objective is to pull the rope over to your side. Here's the catch. Once the rope gets pulled far enough over to one side, a blade comes down and cuts the rope. And the other team will have gotten yanked off their platform, and once that rope gets cut, they go splat. They are dead. So yeah, that not a game of tug of war you would want to play. The next the next challenge is marbles. In the marbles challenge, you're they told they tell you to team up, teams of two, but it's revealed that you'll be playing against your partner in the marbles challenge. Each of you has a bag of 10 marbles, and the goal is to take the other person's marbles by playing any marble game you choose. Not so not as easy as it sounds though. We'll get to we'll get to some incidents here in a little bit. That's why I'm issuing a massive spoiler warning for the entire podcast episode because I am going to be talking about major plot points here. And if you haven't seen this, you are going to want to skip unless you don't plan on seeing it. It does have English audio description now, so that's I mean that's not going to be a problem for those of you who need audio description. Originally it didn't, which is why I warned you guys to steer to stay back for a while, but it does now. And back on point where were we? Oh yeah, we ta- we just mentioned marbles. The fifth challenge is glass stepping stones. This one would kill me just from being near it. Basically, you are way up there and there is a bridge in front of you made of these two parallel sets of glass panes. In each side-by-side set, one pane is tempered glass and will hold the weight of two people. The other one is just plain old glass. And if one person puts their weight on it, it breaks. They go splat. Goodbye, person. So, yeah, that it's a matter of luck, and I hope you're not afraid of heights if you get stuck up there. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, it's out there. And then you come to Squid Game, which I still don't understand. That's the final challenge. Um, I think the basic concept is you're playing in this thing that's outlined to look like a squid. 
And if you're on offense, you have to um, touch the inside of the squid's head with your foot while the player on defense tries to push you out of bounds. That's what I understood anyway. Um, you would have to watch it to understand a little more or look it up online somewhere. It's a Korean game. I totally don't get it. And if you win, you get buckets and buckets and buckets and buckets and buckets and buckets of money. More money than most people would know what to do with. But again, you mess up, you lose the game, goodbye you, you die. So those are the basic plot points. Um, this is a Netflix original. There's only one season right now. There's nine episodes. I think season two has been confirmed by the creator, but we don't know when we're actually going to get it. So I'm going to take a short break, get a drink. When I come back, then we get to the really heavy stuff. Okie dokie, and we are back. Now, to get to my thoughts generally and some of the parts of the show that really messed with my head and such. Um, like I said, this whole episode, massive spoiler alert. If you haven't watched the show, stay back unless you don't plan on it and you just enjoy having things spoiled. Yeah, and or you just enjoy having things spoiled for you. Um, the show itself, it's fascinating, but at the same time, it is so messed up. But, I mean, I do like the Hunger Games, so I, it kind of works. That, that's messed up, too, if you really think about it. But, I mean, this thing is 10 million different levels of messed up. But it works. Um, and the, the writers and the actors did an excellent job with it, and it, it draws you in right from the beginning. Um, one of the, one of the first things you see, um, you know, in Red Light, Green Light, I was telling you that if you move, you die. Well, basically the way they have that set up, there's like guns in the walls that will shoot you if you move. So, yeah. Um, 255 out of the 456 players end up getting eliminated in that round. Most of them by trying to run back toward the doors because they got freaked out by the first couple of people getting eliminated. And I'll tell you this, when those people started running like maniacs toward those doors, it sounded like a fireworks display in that room. It was loud. Um, actually, I forgot to mention something about the plot earlier, but I'm going to mention it now. Um, before they officially get started, they have to sign this consent form. And the consent form itself is really, really simple. It states that A, nobody's allowed to stop playing. B, anyone who refuses to play gets eliminated. And C, if a majority of players agree, they can actually stop the games. Which proceeds to happen 
after red light, green light. But they go back. Most of them end up going back and finishing the thing out. Well, I can't say they all finish it out because lots of people, lots of people get murdered, as my sister would say. But <laughs> yeah, um, the the challenges are fascinating. But even more fascinating are the characters and how their relationships unfold. Um, they do have names, but. Like I said, a lot of these, a lot of these names, well, they're like Korean and stuff like that, so I don't know how to pronounce most of them. So I will be referring to characters by their numbers. There's some we get, you know, attached to right off. Um, we are basically told the story from the point of view of player 456. So some of the other characters that, that people rank among their favorites... Um, you have Ali, that's player 199. I think he's from a different country, so he doesn't know most of the games. We'll talk about him a little bit more in a minute. Then you have player 67, um, player 240, and most people like player 1, too. I'll explain a little bit more about them in a minute. Um, there are also some that people hate, um, players 101, 111, 212, and Songwoo player 218. I don't know all of his name, but I know that's his, like, first name thing. The names are backwards, so. You can make your own judgment calls on these players. There are, obviously, there are a lot more characters, but so many of them end up losing out in red light, green light that they don't get a lot of screen time. But, I mean... In all fairness, with that many characters, I don't think there'd be a way to give everyone screen time. Or as much screen time. There are several moments in this show that will make you ball your eyes out if you're one of those who cries over TV shows. I told you we were going to have some spoilers, so here we go. The Marbles game in and of itself is in insane you lose so many characters that people have gotten attached to because Songwoo thinks it's a great idea to convince Ollie to trust him and then go basically stab him in the back which makes us really start to hate Songwoo and yeah we only hate him more and more and more later um, 101 and 212 have problems quite a bit. Um, I think the deal is 101 is like some kind of gangster or something like that. Um, 212 ends up helping him out in one of the challenges and they, like, they get, well, they get more than friendly. I'm not gonna go any into any detail, but 212 warns him. You betray me, you're dead. Well, he doesn't take her seriously. Big mistake. I mean, the guy has dumb written all over him. I At least I think he does. He seems pretty dumb to me. Then again, 212 is kind of messed up anyway. Um, it's, it's so... She cracks me up, though. She's funny. Nobody likes her, but she's funny. Um... 
I think in this one scene, someone called her grandma, and she got so mad, she's just like, don't ever call me that! And she's just so whiny about it, and I just wanted to strangle her. I'm just like, shut up, you idiot! <laughs> but, um, player 67 and player 240 end up playing against each other on the Marvels game, and that's when things start to get really sad. Because um, 240 has a really dark backstory that I'm not going to tell because it would ruin the plot of the game. Or not the plot of the game, the plot of the show. I can't talk today. And we find out that 67 is trying to take care of her younger brother and trying to help her family out. Well, basically what, what goes on is 240 essentially... Just, like, just take it. You need it more than I do. And ends up losing the game. And what did I tell you happens to you if you lose in marbles? You die. And she knew that and chose to do it anyway just so this other girl could get home to her family. Or at least attempt to get home to her family. It, it's complicated. I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to spill everything. Um, I like the glass stepping stones. I'd say that's probably my favorite. Because so many of the annoying characters end up dying. Um, I told you about 101 not listening to 212 warning him. Well, he maybe should have done that because I don't know about you, but getting yanked backwards off a bridge to certain death is not one of my favorite things to do. So, yeah. There's there's not much more to say about that. I'm not going to tell you who wins. That would just be spoiling the whole thing. But, um, player one, who also seems to get eliminated in the Marbles game, has a little surprise for us later on. I'm not going to spoil that either. You have to watch it to really for it to really sink in. But if you haven't seen this thing, I highly, highly, highly recommend that you do. Um, like I said, I watched the first episode not really expecting to care for it. Because I, I don't like a whole lot of violence and things like that. And yeah, I just, I don't like it. Especially if you can hear, you know, like, really, really gross stuff. Like, if someone's getting stabbed and you can hear it, I, I can't stand it. Listen, I got a cat scratch, and it started bleeding, and I just about went nuts. Because that kind of stuff grosses me out. Just, ew. So I didn't expect to like this thing, but I, I really do, and it's not, it's not near as bad as it, you'd think it is. It's probably worse if you can see it. But I can't. So that makes my life a little bit easier. But it is well worth the eight and a half hours of your time it will take to watch it. So would I say watch it? Absolutely. Just don't get attached to anybody. But then who am I kidding? You're going to do it anyway. Everyone does. So... 
That's what I think of this show. Um, I, I really don't have a whole lot more to say about it without spoiling the entire plot for you guys, which I really, really, really don't want to do. So, I think I'm going to end this here. And as I said in our last episode, even though this episode has been very, very dark, we're going to end it on a bright note because it is the Christmas season. And I promise to give you guys a Christmas carol at the end of every episode. So, here we go. Deck the halls with boughs of holly. Fa la 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 la. Tis the season to be jolly. Fa la 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 la. Gone we now are gay apparel. Fa la 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 la. Draw the ancient Yuletide carol. Fa la 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 la. See the blazing you before us, fa la 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 la. Strike the harp and join the chorus, fa la 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 la. Follow me in merry measure, fa la 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 la. While I tell of Yuletide treasure, fa la 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 la. And there's one more verse, but you don't hear it all that often, and I don't know all the words yet, so... There you go! (laughs) See you folks later! Thank you for listening to this episode of The Evil Chocolate Grab Bag. If you'd like to contact me or support me, you can do that in a number of ways. First, if you'd like to contact me, you can do so via Twitter, Instagram, Clubhouse, and on the Good Pods Network at EvilCookies98, via email at TheEvilChocolateCookie at gmail.com, via Skype, searching for The Evil Chocolate Cookie, and via Discord at the Evil Chocolate Cookie number 4569. If you would like to support what I do, you can do that via listener support on this podcast, or via Patreon at patreon.com slash theevilchocolatecookie. One-time donations are also possible at streamlabs.com slash theevilchocolatecookie1. Adding slash merch to the end of that URL will take you to the merch shop where you can get your own goodies. My other content can be found on YouTube at theevilchocolatecookie, at twitch.tv slash theevilchocolatecookie, and on TikTok at The Evil Chocolate Cookie. Thank you for listening. You're the best. And don't be evil.